What is going on, everybody? Hey, Monty here with another episode, another edition of A Chill It's Just a Podcast. We started a few minutes early, because why not? We're just here. We're in, so let's just get it started, family. Anyway. Uh, yeah, man, we're back here with another week. It's, uh, shit, man. It's just been another week. You feel me? Uh, life's been lifing. Uh, it's just me and Tay today. What up, Tay? I don't know. It's so empty over here. It does. It just does feel empty in here. It, it really does. You know? It's okay. We'll get everything back on track. Uh, shit, man. How are you? How's your week been? How's my week been? My week has been pretty darn good. I mean, it's not like it's been phenomenal, but, you know, good things happen. Good things happen. Yeah, nah, big facts. Yeah, my week's just been another week. <sighs> another week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're here. Uh, last week, we did do an episode, but we were having internet issues, and then we were having stream issues, and... This, that, and the other. Uh, sorry. Uh, so last week's episode just kind of got trashed. So, uh, But it happens, you know. So we're here back with another episode. We'll just run it back. Uh, we did do a great interview. That's the part that really kind of bothered me is that we did a really good interview with uh, Coco to Plug um, talking about bridging the Gap Youth Program. And we just, we lost, we lost that. And that sucked because it was good. I really thought it was solid. Um and that sucked. You know, I was upset about it. But it's okay. We'll get it. We'll get it back. We are trying to get her back this week, but she wasn't feeling too good. So we'll get her back next week, hopefully. And uh, we'll get a nice, good interview from her. You feel me, though? I feel you. Before we uh, go any further, do you know where your waist is? Where my waist is? Mm-hmm. Right here. Hmm? No. Those are your hips. Only saying, because I think I understand as to why your crack is always showing, like... Dog, pull my, up your pants. Bro, why are you looking at my ass sorry, all the all time? I'm sorry, all I see is a chunk of Just leave my fucking backside things. alone. Fuck. Lord. Always looking at my fucking It crack. don't blend in. You wearing all black and then I see this little bright beige little pole. Like, you know what? Make it, make it work, friend. Just get it together. We have a problem. We have a problem. All right. Sight, no, I'm playing. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll get into the uh, first segment, uh, goods and bads, man. Let's talk about our weeks. Tell me a good thing that happened to you this week. A good thing that happened this week. Um, I'm gaining weight, y'all. <laughs> I'm gaining weight. Um, each each week, I'm noticing that I gained me a nice little pound at least. So that's a good thing. I'm moving on up in the world. I'm proud of you. Keep it up. Just like we got to make sure it's muscle though, not fat. You feel me? Definitely. I mean, I'm me. I actually need a nice little mixture of them both at this point. I think such. I'm just having a fucking catastrophe over here. Hold on. <laughs> I see. Poor thing. I got to get my shit together because this mic is just so far from me. And I'm just over here fucking trying to get my life together. Is this better? This is better. I don't this know. Is better. Just, this is better. I feel better. It's it's all about your comfort. You're asking me. Sorry. Anyway. All right. Uh, right. I'm glad to hear that. Good thing that happened for me this week. Uh, I mean, I sessions are, are getting a little more busy lately. So, uh, honestly, I've... I needed needed to pick up on the session, so that was good. That was good. I did a lot more sessions last week. Um, getting back in the groove, uh, working in different studios, environments all the time now is cool. Cause like I'm not always stuck in the one 
space all the time, you know, having to figure things out in different spots is cool. So uh, I'm vibing with that. But uh, yeah, that was my good thing. Bad, uh, bad thing. It was a bad thing that happened or something that you feel like could have been better or was just like shit. Mm, my son, um, him in school. He got in trouble again. Um, he being he has, dead. Um, he has an issue. He, he has a problem regulating his emotions. Does it's he like have like an he, emotional disorder of some sort? Or? Uh, that's what we have an evaluate. Um, that's not really an <laughs> emotional disorder. But I mean, no, he doesn't have one to my knowledge. But I mean, his, it's like all or nothing with him. When he gets there, he's there. Like he's there. And... You know, everybody goes into discipline and say, oh, well, you need to beat them. Beating is not always the answer. Every mm, child does not, not respond to a whoop in the same way. And he's not one of them. Mm. Um, he don't really talk. It's like talking to him is hard to. Honestly, I'm really thinking about having like a physical sport to put him in and maybe kind of help him with football discipline. Football or so. something? Football maybe. ain't going to work. Mm. Not for him. He's not going to do football. But, uh I'm thinking maybe like baseball, a soccer, maybe like a karate. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like a karate yeah. or a boxing. That's actually not bad at all. Yeah, he did soccer. Yes, they really. So I'm thinking more of a karate or boxing. You try, yeah, you, you should definitely try way. like karate, taekwondo. I know when I how old is he? He's seven. Seven. When I was how old was I? Maybe eight to eleven. I was in taekwondo. I think around that age, and I went from I only got to like a green belt. That was about it, but um, it was fun. A lot of fun, for sure. Like, learning how to do Taekwondo. It was it was pretty fun. Yeah. And then we did, like, all these other side trips, and I had, you know, made new friends, shit like that. So, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to try something else out, you know. I Turn feel like I've Cobra tried Kai. to turn them into Cobra Kai. Nah, yeah, scared. Cobra Kai Crazy. never dies. Bad Fuck Miyagi, though. Fuck Miyagi, though. Fuck I'm second on plan. Oh, God, again. I'm such a nerd, I swear yeah, to God. You are. I gotta just... tell you guys, like I have just been nerding out like times ten to the maximum lately. Like, oh my god. Like I like it though. I'm just that's just who I am, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, alright, so like it, I love it. Um shit, so let's just discuss some things, man. Um First things first, the Super Bowl was yesterday. Tay, you said you didn't even watch it. I did not watch the Super Bowl, you guys. I was getting the tattoo done instead. All right, well, I'm just going to put my two cents in on uh, the whole Usher situation. Usher had one of the best performances I've seen at the the Super Bowl in a long time, to be honest. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to get into that. Just hold on. I am not discarding his performance. Now, he did cross the line. I'm not saying he didn't, but he no, still had one no, of the best I'm performances sorry. I've seen at a Super Bowl in a long time. What I'm saying, are you sure? Because I got to give it to my boy Bruno. He's He had the best Super Bowl performance. I don't care. Oh, this is where you want to take it? Oh, yes. All right, we can go there. All right, that was so the best Bruno Mars Super Bowl did have, performance. He did have an amazing performance. He really did. Michael Jackson back in 93 also had a really good performance. Queen, Queen had a good performance. And... um. Last was it last year when when Dr. Dre and all them came was that yeah. last year? Uh, they also had a really dope performance for what they did. I liked like the different spots that they had in there and the different names that came up. That I thought was pretty dope. Oh, so the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? 
the Chiefs did win the Super Bowl. Oh. What's up, Tez? Uh, the I Chiefs did. did win the Super Bowl. Here's my thing about it, right? All right, well, before I get to that part, the whole Usher thing, the performance was phenomenal. But he did go a little bit too far with touching on a, a married woman. And you had your point, oh, well, look at, you know, at the beginning of their relationship, how they got together, da 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 da, da. I get that. But now we're talking years later. Years later, this is an established married woman, right? And he was getting a little too handsy, in my opinion. But this is Usher. Yes, yeah, Usher. Mr., know you know, don't leave your girl around me. True play for real. Lord have mercy. He is like hell bent on that phrase. Yes, <laughs> because that's Usher. That's just who he is. That's always who he's been. Like, look at no, the old Kiki like- Palmer situation. All of that. This is Usher. What do you expect? Anything different? And the best part about it is Swiss didn't care. He was just like, bro, y'all are focused on the wrong thing. Yeah, like, why would he? Look, let's I focus feel like on how great that performance was. Like, there nobody else would care. The only reason why it was a big thing is because it was, was Kiki Palmer's boyfriend or whoever he was. Because he was upset about it. Yeah. And he's not like a celebrity. He's not in the industry like that. So, of course, he's going to look at it differently versus the people that are in it and understand that this is just a performance. Yeah, like, and this is Swiss Beats. Like, bro, these are people who've been in the game for a long time who understand that no, there's, it's entertainment. Like, I want to shed light on that, too. <laughs> Hmm. Not not only is it Swiss beats, we gotta understand the Usher is just as old as he is. That's what I'm saying. This is, this is his generation. Like, like these, they're all older. Like they, their time to shine was 20 years ago. You know, like I mean, they're still relevant today. Of course, Usher is still a great, and so is Alicia Keys. Swiss beats will always be a phenomenal producer, but like their time to shine, they've been in the game forever. Was my point. And so they have a different understanding than we do than we do. And I get it from a man's perspective. If I saw another man touching my woman during a performance and it seemed like it was getting too going too far, I would probably feel a little uncomfortable. But again, I have to understand that this is entertainment show business. This is a performance and the song that they were singing. You know what I mean? So it's like it all it's all just it it's all I get where all the people are like, oh, you, that was inappropriate. It was a little bit inappropriate. But at the same time, it's Usher. Swiss didn't care. I don't care. That's he how I feel. He grabbed her by the... Did he really? He didn't really... He didn't grab her pussy. Okay. He was awfully close. To, his oh. hands were in I don't the vicinity. Know. I, I, need, I still need to see it for myself. I don't yeah, know. just watch it for yourself. Uh, I should have pulled up the clip, honestly. Uh, sure. I wasn't even thinking about that. See, these are things... That I need to, yeah. anyway. Um, but yeah, that was that was that, and the whole NFL I think is just rigged. I think it was just real funny how Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey start dating, and now you know all of a sudden. I mean, the Chiefs were a good team before that. I'm not going to take that away from them, but and Patrick Mahomes is just a great quarterback. Wait, so but you're like, trying to say Taylor Swift is the reason that they were in the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, absolutely, because they Who knew is Taylor that Swift to white people apparently very very apparently she brought a lot of money and a lot of views to nfl this year because Mm. she was on the screen a lot and they they would always just show clips of her during the game celebrating and this and that and her and travis kelsey was the whole talk of the town for weeks in the sports world like nobody even cared about the fucking sport anymore all they cared about was travis kelsey and taylor swift it it was to me just so does taylor swift have like a following like bro yes yes like yes like when i tell you like 
white suburban girls are fucking obsessed dude like i literally can tell you a lot of girls that i know white girls particularly who i know who are just obsessed with taylor swift so yes she is just as strong as the beehive or beyonce's little fan army or whatever her fan army is ridiculous she just sold out a tour like or like the last few months that she's just been fucking millions of dollars like she's getting she's she's like that you know what I mean? But, like, to me, Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. I don't personally follow her, and I don't care. But I'm also a guy, you know? And I'm not saying that guys don't listen to girls' music because there's a lot of girls' music that I listen to. But Taylor Swift particularly, just not a fan. I'm not, not going to lie fan. to you. When Taylor Swift first came out as a country singer, you I was... with No, me. I was... I love Taylor Swift. I was with it, too. I did. I was all but for it. But once she kind of switched over to more of a pop kind of, I really won't rocking with her music it's, as much. It's because like when it's it's like how all those Disney bre- those Disney bred kids grow up to be. And I'm not, I don't think she was a Disney bred kid, but I don't fucking know anymore. But when you blow up as like a young kid and they have you doing all this like upbeat childish type music, like Justin Bieber as well. They had him doing. I'm gonna tell you one time, girl, I love girl, and baby. Baby, all this kind of childish sounding he was a music. Child. Yes, but that's what I mean. And these kids go through all of this at such a young age. You got to think about how crazy the music industry is for adults. Yeah, let alone kids. No, just think about that. We thinking about the whole Diddy thing. Speaking of Usher, uh, Diddy and have Usher. Have you ever seen that? And then Usher was Justin Bieber's mentor. That's I'm like. Have you ever seen the video of um? It was like a video of P Diddy talking to Justin Bieber and. He was just like, you know, why ain't, you know, you don't be coming around and shit. And Justin Bieber just looks so uncomfortable, like, being around him and shit. So it's like, yeah, these people as kids, like, they're young kids and they're being groomed by all these adults who are into some weird shit. Like, you know what I mean? So when they get to their adult age and they can start making choices for themselves, you know, they get to that 18 to 21 rebellion stage. All of them gone through it. All of them. Miley Cyrus, she done went through it. Justin Bieber. You know, went through it. Fucking, who else can I think of? Everybody I else who went through it, they went general. through it. Selena Gomez, I'm pretty sure she went through a little thing. But she is so fine to this day. Mm, Selena Gomez, shout out to you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. No comment. Moving on. But yeah, Taylor Swift is like that, point being. All right. All right, so that's that's it for that. I mean, let's get on to the topics. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Let's get on to the topics. All right, fucking awkward group of people right here. I Who's promise. an awkward group of people? We no, are just no. We just are generally. No, I'm sorry. Just it's me. Generally, just are awkward people. It's me. That's why I miss my boy Egg. I know it. I wish I could have been so here today. Awkward. We're all socially awkward, if you ask me. Yeah. In our own ways. No, you're really not that bad, honestly. As bad as you would think you are. I don't think. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's get on the topics. Um, we'll actually discuss the first one that you, we were talking about earlier. What? Um, what's the difference between emotional intelligence and like versus logic? Like, oh, well, not necessarily the difference between the two, but it was just in general emotional intelligence versus logic. Oh, oh what you camera. do, bro? <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, so I feel like a lot of the times women are like more emotionally intelligent than men right i think this is from my perspective from my journey is that 
women have been more emotionally intelligent, meaning like in tune to their emotions than I have been. But like, I know when it comes to thinking logically about a lot of situations, I'm definitely a lot more logical and make a lot more sense a lot of the time for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know I've just like have warned people so many times about so many things and exactly what I warned them about happens a lot of the times. And I'm just like, it's because I'm a guy so I can see patterns and things that other guys are doing. So when a guy who knows the game himself is trying to give you game to help you not get played, you might want to take some advice. But if- And I guess that's where my, um, I guess, kind of debate goes into with it. Because as you just stated, you know, women are known to be more emotionally intelligent and the man is known to be logical. But is that actually the case? Or is that just what we've technically been programmed to believe? only reason why i say that is because we see the flip of how it happened with females nowadays that aren't as emotionally intelligent and they say oh they acting like men nowadays and this that and the third so that just goes to show that by nature they could have just been they can be logical well i'm not saying women can't be logical like i'm not saying women aren't logically like logical thinkers but i'm saying i feel like a lot of times women that I've dealt with in my life, because I want to stop speaking just before we continue. I want to stop speaking from a general perspective and just speak mm-hmm. from my own. You know what I mean? I'm really trying to work on that. So from my personal experience, I feel like women that I've dealt with, they can, they think, they, ha- they have logical explanations for sp- like certain things. But when it comes to like common sense to like life around you, they're not fully like aware like as I, I feel like I'm a very aware person most of the time. Like I'm aware of my surroundings a lot of the time. I'm aware of my own emotions. I'm aware of like how I'm feeling and what I'm going through at the moment. I'm aware most of the time. But like I feel like they can kind of get lost in the sauce sometimes when they get emotionally invested into something and the logic starts to slip. The same thing happens with men though. For sure. But I'm saying I feel like it's in my experience, girls that I've dealt with, they get way more emotionally attached. And when they get super emotionally attached, like I said, their logic has kind of slipped out Mm -hmm. to where their emotions started making a lot of their decisions and not their logic to where I get emotionally attached. But I also but my logic doesn't slip either. Like I can start to see patterns like so say i i'm feeling out a girl or whatever and then i start to see patterns that she's going through although i'm emotionally attached i'm still able to logically detach because i've already seen these patterns and i can see where but this is gonna you have go to kind of teach yourself that right because yeah. once before you fell into the portion where you were just because <clears throat> i had to learn driven by your emotions you just right. had to learn yeah. that's my point that i'm trying to make everybody can learn it's not just designated to women and men. No, I for just, sure. It's like, I feel like it's an excuse that people kind of give it. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I do feel like it is common for a lot more women to operate in their emotion. But I think that's only because it's been something that's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, advertised to be okay. It's advertised for a woman to be in her emotions and it's okay. But as soon as a man does it, then it's not okay. It's n- not it is okay for the man is supposed to be the logic you know what i'm saying but it's that's not expected for a woman 
I mean, I think it should be expected a little, little bit through a certain point. So, like for me, a lot of times, a a woman, women want a, a man to lead them, right? So when I'm leading you with logic, if you follow what I'm like, if you follow my lead, then you can be like you're learning and you're building logically. But if you're not going to follow that lead and you're just going to continue on in the same path, then what's the point? But that's my thing. <laughs> that's where it starts to fall, fall into it again, too. Because like you just said, the woman looks at the man, looks for a man to lead them. I feel like that's where the issues kind of like lie. Instead of looking for someone to lead you, why not look for someone to meet you? And y'all can kind of like lead together. That's oh, where I'm, it's like, I'm it's like, because I feel like the, the, the responsibilities that we place on like these quote unquote, the gender roles mm-hmm. is that we place on the genders. It's like, it creates this whole division instead of the unity of it in general. It's like, um, like I just said, it gives one, it gives us excuse for yeah. not learning to change our behavior. Yeah. And well, I think, um, there's leaders and there's followers. Um, there's a lot of people who are, I think, just following the trend of this is a woman's mindset. And a lot of women are falling into that. Um, and then for men, a lot of men are falling into, oh, I need to be making six figures. I need to be I need to have my own. I need to have this, that and the other. And I need to pay for everything for a shorty there's people who but that's also just their mindset that's just what they've been taught like everybody's been taught something different growing up so my my upbringing wasn't the well it kind of was no no both of my parents had jobs growing up both of my parents did things to make money and they still do to this day to both provide the best that they can um there's been times where my dad was a breadwinner and then there was times where my mom was a breadwinner but it was it's they both have always maintained a 50-50 we need to maintain together because when you're, when you're in a relationship it shouldn't it should be 100% 100% like each mm-hmm. of you are trying to provide something to bring to the table so if one's not working the other one should be home cooking and cleaning it doesn't matter if you're the man or the woman that doesn't matter what matters is if you're home and you're not doing anything while the other person's working, you should do something instead of not do anything at all. You know what I mean? And put in your effort there to where when that other person gets home, they don't have to worry about none of that. They don't have to worry about dirty dishes or, you know, you know they're going to be hungry when they get home. So have something cooked for them. And if you don't, at least have a sandwich or something ready for them. Just anything, just something, you know, uh, just put in your part and everything should be fine, personally. I don't think that a woman or a man should be able to just sit on their ass while the other person is doing everything that they possibly can to just provide everything for that specific person. I don't believe in that, personally. I mean, well, yeah. That is supposed to... The, I understand the responsibility portion of it being 50-50. I definitely feel that. I mean, we kind of drifted from the topic, though. <laughs> we did. We definitely, certainly did. Definitely did. Of emotion, definitely. But. My fault. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the difference between emotional and logic. I mean, I mean, I guess really my general point of it all is the fact that it should be no designated gender that is better at the emotional or the logic. I feel like it's all based off of how you're raised. And I feel like people give it an excuse by saying, oh, well, he's a man. So 
Why would you expect him to understand your emotions? Well, if he was a man and taught to understand his own emotions, then he would be able to understand others as well. Yeah. But that's not something that we are taught to teach our boys, unfortunately. Well, what we were taught, I feel like it's changing nowadays. But back then it was more so of, you know, don't make them soft. Don't, you know. Well, well, don't I mean, cry so much. You shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't like, because I mean, I still even feel about the, feel this, feel this way to this day. You shouldn't like, baby your kids too heavily like of course give them love care and affection and of course i don't have a kid so anybody who feels like i shouldn't talk about this just fuck off honestly (laughs) but i just personally feel like so like people who won't let their kids cry once their kids like they they try to put their kid in a crib and the kid just starts crying and they won't let the kid just kind of cry himself to sleep type of thing like i know when i was a baby they used to do that with us pretty much like when it's time to go to sleep it's time to go to sleep because if you're constantly like babying nurturing and always they always want you so they start to have social anxiety when you're not there yeah but they have to learn to break that this is my personal opinion you have to learn to break that early as a kid to where you don't like, if your mom's not there, your dad's not there, you don't have to fully depend on them to, to be a person. Like, you know what I mean? So, I just, I feel like sometimes a lot of parents, you know, they just won't let their kids cry enough. And they just, they hear the crying and they're like, oh, it's, no, let me now that I think rock you to sleep it, and stuff. Like, I apologize. No, good. Now that I think about it, it's like, you know how they look at this generation? It's like they say, oh, well, they're just overly sensitive in this generation. Is it like, the, is it them actually being overly sensitive or is it now all of the years of the way that we've been taught to pretty much raise and take care of these kids is starting to affect the generation. And now they're looking at it as like, no, I'm not taking this no more. So in my personal opinion, I think that, <clears throat> so our generation, we were right before the social media boom. We were right before internet Facts. really got super popular. We were right before when we were babies and we were one through 10. Our lives were a hell of a lot different. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 12, 13 years old. And my first cell phone was like a flip phone. I didn't have social media. I didn't have Facebook until I was like 14. Like, so we didn't have these things or access to these things as very young kids. Um, MySpace was the thing, yes. Only thing I did on my, my MySpace was had like a fucking little animated animal that I could take care of and had music and stuff. I was, I was on my page on my profile all the time Mm -hmm. i wasn't paying attention to nothing else and then when facebook started booming i just kind of started shooing away from myspace but i that was not the point yeah um (laughs) we didn't have yeah sorry we didn't have all of that when we were growing up opposed to when these kids like the kids that our age is having now they have access to all of this at a very young age also we didn't have tablets put in our face at more influence one two three years old we didn't have all of that. We had TV, yeah. But we only had specific cartoons that we could watch at specific times. We didn't have Netflix. We didn't have Hulu, Peacock. We didn't have none of That's that. That's crazy, bro. You remember you remember having to hurry up and making sure that you made it home at 8 o'clock so you didn't so miss that the new I, episode? Yeah, so that because I Because if it exactly. did, you would have to wait two hours and, oh, my mom said to, I got to be in bed. Yup, so. <laughs> yup. That was how it was with Drake That's and Josh for crazy. me. Like, whenever a new episode of Drake and Josh was coming on, I I had to watch it i had to be there to watch it like so that's we TVR. that's that was tv for us tv for kids now is that they have full access to whatever they want to watch yeah. and a lot of it you know a lot of the cartoons they're shooing away from tv and going straight to just streaming services so and a lot of them aren't that good for children from what i'm hearing like 
I, I mean, I don't know. I don't watch enough. I know that my, my, my mom's babysits and stuff. So she'll have these little kid shows on here and there. But, no. uh, the fact that things are so easily at demand, we do need to worry about that for our kids, though. Because they can watch pretty much. I mean, you can p- have parent blockers and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, kids just have so much access to so much information at such a young age. Me personally, I was pl- the things that I did on the computer when I was a kid was just played games. I just played RuneScape from a young age. So every time I could get on RuneScape on the computer, I would. And that was the only thing I really did on the computer. Because uh, we had like a family one for a while that me and Devin just my brother just destroyed um but yeah we didn't have hold on, tablets hold on, and stuff. hold on hold on it started off as that me and devin then it just turned into my brother just destroyed no me and devin destroyed i was oh, saying okay. me and my brother devin destroyed oh, okay um by playing a lot of games on it and downloading bullshit that we shouldn't have done. just Sorry. making sure for you yeah, stuff like that anyway um but yeah we didn't have all of that so kids nowadays we had to go outside and play uh, you know, go get dirty, go get scrapes, go get bumps and bruises on our legs. And a lot of kids these days are staying indoors. Um, they're sitting on their fucking tablets and playing their video games and shit, which I had, I feel like me personally, I had a good healthy dose of both of having to be outside and playing video games as well. Um, but it's not necessarily always a bad thing. Sometimes we have to learn to embrace the fact that our kids aren't necessarily out kid outdoor kids because society is changing and there are places for them to fit with not being an outside kid so yeah uh i also feel like it's because i feel like a lot of kids now are because they get these devices in front of them at such young ages like because the the kid tablets and stuff they really started coming out like 10 years ago at this point that you know little tablets for kids Mm -hmm. and stuff started coming out and those kids who got those tablets put in front of their faces at three, four years old, it, they got used to that so quickly because that was that was the vice that the parents were, are going to to entertain their kids. So now these kids, 10, 11, 12 years old, all they know is screens. All they know is social media and yeah. and all this because, you know, that's it's just that's pretty much all they know. They don't. Well, in my defense, I tried to have my boy in, in both of them. And he just did not like outside. He doesn't really like outside very much. He don't like being itchy. He don't like bugs. <laughs> he don't like bugs crawling on him. He don't like getting. And then it's like um like he reacts real bad to like mosquito bites and stuff. So yeah, um, outdoors is just not his thing. The way I look at it is like, what if there comes a time when internet, TV, all that just goes to shit. And we don't have it anymore. Uh, then what? He, we gonna be in a house creating stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, that's what like, we. That's what he does now. He's like he's on punishment. Like I just said, he's been getting in damn, trouble in school. Trouble. But um, he and being that he has no technology anymore, he can't watch nothing. He can't get on a tablet. He can't sure, play. I the bet Switch. you he at the crib watching something right now. No, nah, I'm almost certain his aunt that made them go to sleep in the dark. <laughs> damn. No, nah, that's Trump Auntie Kia for you. But um no, it, he can't have anything. But he's been making fun by just creating things, folding up paper to make a little airplane, drawing different little doodles and stuff like there we go. he's he's going to find a way. Well, I think to. it's I think it's really important that we teach the next generation of kids like how to do these little activities that are not on devices. Uh I mean, I know the advancement of technology is just getting 
wild uh, by the year. There's new advances in technology that are just amazing, that are great, but we still need to learn the basics of life, like of how to, like basic survival, basic, just basic necessities in life of how to just survive every day. I really think that that is very important and we got to teach our kids these things, even if we're using technology to do it. Um, but it's just what we're putting in front of our kids' faces is super important at these young ages, man. We got to really monitor how much screen time they get and really make sure that we put in efforts uh, to make sure that they're active as well, you know, well, some way, shape, or form. Again, I don't have kids, so if you feel like I shouldn't be speaking on this, go fuck yourself. I can Aww. speak on whatever I want to. I'm going to have a kid one day. I already know. Uh, I'm dead set on how I'm going to raise my child as well. Ah, that might change. Oh, I'm sure it will. Uh, times, uh, But I'm talking about as far as, like, I know what kind of parent I want to be. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? But one thing that I will say, keep in mind, is you know what kind of parent you want to be. However, you have to understand that you have no idea what kind of child you will get. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is one thing I have taken into consideration. All right. Um, Because I know I'm a wild person, so not really. But uh, I'm sure my child will probably be a fucking wild child. So, um, But I do, just as a all around father know what kind of father I want to be for no matter what kind of kid I turn out. Even if my kid turns out to be gay and all into the LGBTQ, if that's what my child wants to do, I'm not about to be the one to teach him or force any of that on him type of shit. But if that's who they turn out to be, I'm still going to love them the same. The best advice I can get to give to anybody as a parent is say, Hey, learn how to be, adaptable because yeah. baby you got to change at the drop of a dime yeah I'm you, sure. sometimes it's unexpected oh i'm sure very so oh, and then it's, sure. sometimes it makes you mad because it's like you expect it but then you just didn't expect it this time so yeah man all right well we'll move on to the next topic next topic. that was deep baby that was deep no nah, you guys really don't good. want me to go into my british accent for the rest of this episode i'll all do right, it shut up and go i'll fucking do it um <laughs> So, yeah, we'll go on to the topics that we have for last week because go we on, buddy. Um, how would you feel if your best friend became close with your current boyfriend or girlfriend? Um, how would you feel if they remained close after you guys broke up? You go first. All right. So here's how I would feel. Personally, uh, my logic for myself is if I meet my homie's girlfriend, she is officially off limits to me personally, uh, even after they split or whatever i just don't want to i mean there's been times in my life where i have messed with a girl that one of my homeboys have messed with whatever but nowadays like if i meet a homeboy this is my girl this is my wife i don't look at her in any other way besides you're my homie's wife you're my homie's girlfriend whatever and i keep it respectful from that point on i don't really try to maintain too much conversation with them uh so clients when they bring in their girls or whatever into the studio I make it a point not really to speak to their girl too much. Um, If she says something to me, of course, I'll respond. Or if we have like a mutual agreement talking about the artist, then of course, I'll respond, stuff like that. Um, But for the most part, I'm talking to the artist and the artist only because I just try to have that respect factor. It's just me. Um, I don't think I would be too happy if my homeboy became mad close with my shorty and then was still trying to chill with her after. Uh, I just think that is a little bit weird. It's a little disrespectful. That's just my personal opinion about it. Okay. Okay. So me personally, um, if my friend becomes friends with my boyfriend, 
I do not mind that at all. Nine times out of ten, because my best friend is my best friend, man is my man, and I probably keep them very close. So it would make sense if they become extra cool. The only time that I feel like it's a problem is if it's like um, now y'all starting to chill without me knowing nothing. Like yeah. it's just some random. Oh yeah. Oh you know we was together earlier and it was like oh, all right. Oh no, we was smoking like. No, see, and that's the thing too, because it's kind of weird. I guess it all depends on the nature of the friendship. Because if it comes off at all on some weird type stuff, then it's like, all right. But if it's like always on some open, then yeah. I mean, if it's like a oh, you know, um, bro texted me, he wanted to come over and chill with us today. Like, all right, cool. I don't know why he didn't text me, but you know, uh, but if it's one of those like my homeboy comes through, if it's somebody who I'm like chilling with a lot and bringing my girl around a lot. And they they're like cool with each yeah. other, like they're they can talk, have full conversation, shit's respectful, shit like that. I'm it's cool. Even like, if they on some like going out without me type thing, I'm still good with it. it but mean, as long as you letting me know that, yeah, it really depends. It depends on the situation because if it's just like short, is like, oh yeah, me and uh, bros about to go out to dinner. What? Oh, Why? going out to dinner? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's what I'm like. <laughs> Why like, I can't go? Like, yeah, what? Why like, what? I can't go I'd to like, dinner? We, why don't we got some double date shit? Going but if on it's on some like, like, oh, we about to go to the bar type thing, and because you know, I know sometimes having a wingman definitely, yeah, it, it works. Maybe it works sometimes. Maybe. I've been a female wingman. I know how it is. Sometimes. So what if it was it's a really situation? Not sometimes what if it was a situation where like you. Hold on. Well, I just thought about that. Female wingman. That's my man. What he need a wingman for? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, but no, but I was thinking when you said that the the ask the perspective of the dude. Yeah, being her wingman. Be, no, she she could be his wingman. What do you mean? If, that's He's trying saying. to get a girl, right? No, I said if it's my man and it's my friend, then why would he need a mean wingman? He's my man. But oh, okay. if it's the Never other mind. way All around. Right. No, I see what you're saying. My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. I got no, yeah, saying. that just went yeah. Lord. Uh, Kia, what does Kia say? Uh, if we're all together, it don't. Damn, there's like. If a we're all together, it yeah, don't need to be awkward. We can all chill, talk, and have fun together. But being close friends, it's a hard no for me. Y'all can talk about planning a secret B day for me or something like that. But that's pretty much it. No, I feel it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's really situational because if it, it is, is a situation where like you guys are trying to surprise me, and you guys link up to like maybe find you know get supplies for a party or get me a gift or some shit. That I, I get that. I get that. Um, it also depends on the friend. If it's a friend who I know I can trust around my girl, it's one thing. Yeah, you know and what I'm that's saying? What, that's why I'm kind of getting that though. If I right. feel like I can really trust you right. and I'm not worried about that in the least bit, then right. I feel it. And well, then if it's like, even if after we break up, y'all decide that y'all still want to be cool, I'm okay with that only if it was like a mutual separation type thing and like, oh, no, no ill will towards one another, just yeah. didn't work out type thing. I can be like, oh, if they still friends, well, all right, they still friends. They were yeah. cool together. If I understood their friendship, why would I be the one to be like, oh, no, stop that? Right. Now, if it's a situation where it's like you met a girl through your homeboy and they were already good friends prior to y'all meeting and then, you know, they're already close while you guys are dating and they remain close after the fact. You can't be mad at somebody exactly. for that. Exactly. You know what they I mean? They like came you, before you. Exactly. Like, y'all were friends before me and that person got together, so I can't be mad at you if y'all are still friends after the fact. What if they start dating? <sighs> then I have to be mad at myself at that point. I, I would say I'd have to be mad at myself because I should have saw something like that coming. But that's, you know, hearsay, whatever you want to call it. Um, But, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. You got anything else on that one? No. 
No. Are you sure? Because you seem like you are. No, I mean, it's just because I'm just thinking about all aspects of it. Because I can definitely see myself <clears> being <throat> also the crazy one that's like, um, hmm, y'all too close. Don't talk to him no more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I don't care if you're just saying, hey, don't look at him. No. <laughs> I mean, I... But I that would just to, mean I don't trust that female. Yeah, so. I think. Well, I think for me, it just I I always check on body language, on um, interactions, just sit like that. So like, if when we're all chilling and Shorty is like mad, giggly around my my homie, or you know, she's specifically like singling that homie out on specific things, or just always trying to talk to that one person, you know, and she's being weird because I've been in situations like yeah. that. Then that's where I'm like, all right, now, nah, now this is now we kind of have a problem because now you're acting weird type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, I but that that really depends, you know. I feel like you should just always know your circle for real, for real. If that's your best friend, you should know that she ain't gonna do nothing like that. Yeah. So, um, that's crazy. All, yeah, it's all situational. Because I should say, I should say, like you should know your man too, right? But you'll never actually know a person if you eh. ask me. You'll never know you're what's right. inside somebody's mind, man. So. You're right. You can know them only. You'll only know the person that they show you they are. Yeah. You know. Um. So that's yeah. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So we're going to the next one. So, um, this was my question. Why are so many women proud to be single mothers opposed to being proud mother and wife in a household? Sound off. All right. Women are not proud to be single mothers. Women are proud that they were placed in the single mother position and they made it happen. Women aren't just out here. Yeah, I'm a single mom. I don't need that. Da, 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 da. I think they are. When though. they say that, when they say, "Oh yeah, I'm a single mom. I don't need him." Da, 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 nine times out of ten, it's because he's not around. So it's like after a while, it's like, "Yeah, you. I don't need you. I guess because I'm making it happen anyway, and you're not here." However, I do feel like sometimes single moms can be a little too prideful. And let's say there, I've seen instances where the man wasn't around for a certain period of time and then came back decided is like you know what i want to get i want to right my wrongs type thing right and sometimes women will have too much pride to even allow him to do that because i've been doing this for this long by myself i don't need you exactly at the end of the day we do have to understand that we didn't make that baby together and well together make that baby by ourselves and we do need the assistance in raising him because raising him raising the child because there's two sides to that child you and that father and that child deserves to know both sides however 100 i don't feel like women are just out here like yeah i'm a single mom and i'm proud of it it's more so of wearing the badge because that's what you were dealt that's fair enough okay that's a, that's a good perspective to look at it. I can't really argue with that. Honestly. Exactly. That's a that's a good perspective to look at it. Um, I do feel like kind of to to build off of what you were saying. Um, yeah, there's a lot of situations where um, the woman wants to be petty or whatever the case is. If it's a situation where the father doesn't want to be there, I get it. I get it. But there's the situations where the father is trying everything they can do to be in the child's life and do everything they can for the child, and you're making their life hell. Stop it. Stop it. So I think there's just a big misconception between independency and interdependency. Okay. There's nothing wrong with being interdependent. That means that you are fully capable of maintaining for yourself, but you don't mind getting help from outside sources. Like it's okay. Like don't be afraid to be dependent on somebody else you can trust to be dependent on if they agree to be a part like a dependent in your situation you know what i mean like if a 
a baby's father is trying to be in the picture and trying to like be a part of the kid's life and doing what he can to be in the kid's life, why are you trying to rig him for child support and all this other shit? Take care of yourself at that point. Like they're doing everything. Now, if the father's not trying to have no part of that kid, always has problems picking the kid up, ain't ever trying to see the kid, honestly, shit, rig him for everything he got because he ain't shit. That's just my personal. All right. I, I mean, am I wrong though? I mean, I mean, it sounds valid. If the if the father don't want to be in the child's life, the father is still should still be responsible somehow, way, shape, or form of that child. I fully believe that. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I'm sorry. I no, I little, feel it. I got a little. I I you know me personally, I'm not you know neither one of my baby daddies are on child support. So you a good I'll woman, man. I'll be thinking about it. No, let me stop. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel like that it's important for children to have both their parents, uh, both a father figure. Um, and even if you don't have, like, there's, you know, of course, there's certain situations where one parent isn't there, but a new parent comes into the picture, a step parent type of deal, and they really take on the responsibility for that child and treat that child like it is their own child and um, help raise it. Um, in those specific situations, you know, kudos. Uh, otherwise, Take care of your kids. Like right, my daddy. On. I love you, daddy. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. Um, Jesus. All right. Do uh, do women enjoy rejecting men? Do, do you women... like... For you personally, I don't even want to... Let's speak for you personally. I don't know if women enjoy rejecting men. I don't... I know. Do I don't you like... personally... I, I don't even want to speak generally. I let's talk about you. I personally do not like rejecting men. I personally do not like rejecting anybody. So instead of rejection, I just won't say shit. <laughs> but isn't that a form of rejection? No, because I didn't say yes nor no. So it's really just limbo. <laughs> but that's... A non-response is typically... Not a rejection. It's not a response. It kind of, but it's not a response. But it's not a rejection. But it's not a yes either. But it's not a no. But it's not a yes. But it's not a no. But a no response, in my personal opinion, means no. But if you, if that's how you take not a response, then okay. How, how else are you supposed it? to take not a response? If I, if you ask me a question and then I don't respond to you, do you feel like me not responding to you is answering your question? Wait, what? <laughs> exactly if i don't respond if you were like hey monty are we doing the show today and i just didn't respond to you now you're just sitting there like oh do you? i'm gonna just be like oh i guess we're not doing the show exactly yeah okay so that's my thing if that's how you take the response then but, that's how you take it anyway some I think, people yeah, I think, when you don't get a response they just keep asking just until back, they get a response looking back at what i just said i just went back on what i was i fucked up what i was trying to say point being no response means no to it me. It means no to you. Well, I don't like rejecting people in general. I don't. It's a. I don't like disappointing people at all. I got a. I got a problem. I'm in therapy, y'all. Kiss my ass. Um, Nothing wrong with therapy. No, I'm saying that's why I'm in therapy. I'm working on it. So mm. leave me alone. Well, um, do you, have you discovered why? Why what? You don't like to disappoint people. Yeah, it's a childhood trauma. Let's talk about it. What's, what oh, happened? why you want me to talk about shit? Ooh. No, um, I was just like uh, my mom's go-to. She had just recently lost her mom, and then I was born, so I was kind of like a void for her. Um, All of her love went into me, so it was like a big disappointment for me when I let her down because she felt like she was just broken if I let her down. And I saw how that affected her, so until this day, 
I have a fear of disappointing those that I really care about. So I don't say anything when I feel like it might be a disappointment or if my mind changed or plans changed or whatever, I'll just go mute instead of saying anything. Sometimes. This I know. My personal perspective, sometimes saying something is better, better than, than saying, saying nothing. nothing. Yeah, I know. I'm At working least on it. like like we were talking about that the one day. We were when we were getting on your ass about you ditching us all the time. We yeah. were trying to go out and stuff. We were like you would say yes, and then you just wouldn't say anything at all when it was time Sometimes to go. Sometimes I actually fell asleep, though, and didn't notice until afterwards. If you got like, plans, you got to goddamn stay up, girl. Look, do you not listen? My nickname was Sleepy for a reason. Sleepyhead. I love sleeping. I do. It feels so great. Um, I need not to do that, though. I mean, sleeping is okay. Yeah, I shouldn't, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be so, like, besties with sleeping. Sleeping is a cousin of death. <laughs> yeah i mean i ain't gonna hold you i'd be tired too like i was trying to take a little nap at work today it's just sleeping in those fucking chairs like oh i can sleep anywhere like sometimes i can do it but it's like today i couldn't do it man i was just you know, my leg got all anyway um yeah man i totally lost where we were at so not really we'll go on to, <laughs> we're gonna go on to the next question um oh rejecting wait 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 hold on oh shit. i want to put my two cents into this so personally me, because I don't get approached all that often and like I don't have too many girls that are like, ah, da, da. I mean, unless they're ugly, I don't mind it at all. If I am just like, because there was actually a recent situation that a girl was like, oh, I think you're cute. Da, 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 and I was just like, mm, can you stop no, the good. hand movement? I'm good. The hand movement. <laughs> hold on now because he. Uh, eh. Sorry. It's anyway. Like, uh, but yeah, no. Um. I just, I don't mind it. I mean, to me, it makes me feel like not better at all, but I just be like, yeah, I don't need you, I guess. Uh, actually, I, I, it doesn't bother me. I don't feel like good or bad about it. So it's it's just one of those things. I'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, all right, moving on. Next topic. Cause <laughs> uh, how would you act if your man told you to shut your mouth and let him lead? Okay, we back at it. Yeah. All right. So, it depends on where we are and how it was said. If I am just like talking and it's like like um, some we having a group conversation and that's something I have noticed is women can talk for their man often. I think I've been guilty of it before. Um, and that's like, all right, he grown man, he can talk for himself. Now, if I'm just talking and he just lean over and be like, Hey, shut up and let me lead. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sit back, shut up, and let him lead. Um, if I am outraged, like I'm out, I'm irate, I'm yelling, and I'm like going off on some just being completely belligerent, and he may have to meet me where I am in order for me to hear him, and he on some yelling, "Hey, shut up and let me lead." Whole different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna shut up and let him lead. Oh, damn. Um, mainly because I was already there and he's meeting me where I am. Now, if it's him being disrespectful and just yelling at me, yeah, that's a problem for me. Oh, sorry. No, really. I, I, it's something about a man being assertive in the right moments that is very attractive Uh, because I think men confuse like being assertive with toxicity. Yeah. I feel like they feel like being aggressive is how you supposed to be. And oh, you women said y'all like that, but it's a time and a place for everything. (laughs) And I've learned that. I have learned that. 
for myself because I'm just naturally an aggressive person and I love aggressively as well. And I've definitely have learned that for myself that there is a time and a place to be aggressive, a time and a place that she'll like it and a time and a place that she won't. And if you're doing it all the time, it can be a turn off. So I've learned that for myself to like just not be so aggressive all the time and be more nurturing a little bit more, you know, chiller not so aggressive but i don't like because i don't i don't ever mean like ill will or like i don't mean to do anything like bad i just like i just aggressively love people i don't <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know how else <clears throat> excuse me how else to explain it besides i just aggressively love people and it's if you see nuts. like my relationship with my brothers and my family and my my you don't my, have just sisters. my whole yeah i yeah, just i mean i had girl cousins who i lived with for a couple years and shit like that but um, I even fought them all the time. So like me and Desiree used to fucking fight each other all the time. But um, I just like I again, if you see me and my dad, we're just always play fighting and shit like that. Like we're always just fucking like fucking. So your fucking way with each of love is like walking through the front door and just RKO. I love you, baby. Like no, absolutely, yes, yes. <laughs> like my my type of love is like when we're laying. Say I'm like cuddling with you, just like rolling on top of you and just like squeezing you for a second type of thing like that's my type of love like bear hugs and shit and just like give me them cheeks i just want to grab those cheeks and then squeeze your cheeks type of thing uh yeah so that's just like <laughs> but i realize that there is a time and a place for that it, there are times that girls are just like yeah i'm not trying to do all that just like there's times i'm not trying to be touched either so i have to understand that there is a time and a place um but i mean hey some girls are just freaks and they do like that but yeah if you're just a dickhead all the time i notice like yeah nah there's a time and a place there's time a time and a place. And a place for everything for everything for, for sure everything. uh yeah all right moving on from that one <laughs> good shit good shit uh la, 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 la. do you feel like a lot of let's speak for ourselves here do you feel like you for yourself do you hold yourself accountable for all of your decisions I try to. Um, I can say as being a human that I there has been time frames where I haven't. But during those time frames and during those time frames, it took somebody else to kind of like show me because clearly I was blinded by a rage or love or whatever I was blinded by at the moment. And I just couldn't see it for myself. But um, yeah, I try to be hold myself accountable for everything, all the decisions that I make. However, my issue, <laughs> and I guess that's where I have a problem at because um, I feel like I hold myself accountable and it's unfair if somebody else doesn't hold themselves. <laughs> so I'll have problems if I'm holding myself accountable in a situation and then it's just like, okay, that's it. And it's like, wait a minute, I wasn't the only person that da 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 da. So it was like, why am I, you know, but um, I do feel like, like in general, well, I can't say I can't speak for everybody, but just looking at the climate of society, I kind of personally feel like that accountability isn't something that's a big deal anymore. Uh, I be I'm oftentimes I make this seem like an issue because I want to hold like I hold my loved ones accountable as well as holding myself accountable, and I would <laughs> want my loved ones to do the same, like holding me accountable when I'm wrong. Because like I just told you, sometimes I don't see it, but. Yeah, I think um, it's like you have to just look at whatever situation you're in. Um, for me personally, like 
I've learned a lot for myself that I I haven't held myself accountable for making necessary changes that I tell myself I need to make. Um, and I haven't held myself accountable and I've been kind of making excuses and looking for a different excuse of why I haven't made this specific change yet. And that's one thing that once you start taking full accountability for yourself and not like taking accountability for the things you haven't done, you can really start to make a change for yourself. I think personally for me, it's like once I start really like, all right, I keep telling myself I want to go do this specific thing, but I haven't done it. And I keep telling myself it's because I'm so focused on trying to go get money or I'm just so tired because of working or whatever the fucking case is. I'm always telling myself something negative. Instead, I should be telling myself, all right, well, you're tired, but get up. Like, go do what you have to do. You've been saying you want to do this. Go do it. Um, And holding myself accountable and and being responsible enough to do it. It's just self-discipline at that point. Like, you have to discipline yourself in every aspect of life in order to be able to, like, really achieve anything honestly because if you don't have any self-discipline and you just are lazy man bad habits are going to form very quickly uh and life can turn into a spiral downward you know so definitely definitely i think we all need to hold ourselves accountable Um, i think people in general don't hold themselves accountable enough and we all just have a lot of healing to do honestly we all we all need to go on our own self-healing all right next topic that we have Which one you want to Okay, play? all right. Uh, this is, how would you feel walking into a 30-year-old, 30-year-old plus man or woman's bedroom, and there's posters of celebrities all over the wall? Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we, fucking 12? Like, that's the first thing I'm going to think <laughs> in my mind is, what are we, fucking 12? Like, we still have posters of people all over our room. Now, if you have, like, a little painting or a little picture, you know, pictures on your wall or whatever, I get it. I mean, everybody's different, but I just think that's just a kid thing to do. No, it definitely is, in my opinion. I know by the time I was, like, 13, 14, I didn't really want all that shit on my wall anymore. Like, I had some little posters of, like, sports something or some whatever the fuck or, like, my accolades on the wall. At this age, I should not be going into a man's bedroom and he got a poster of Jessica Alba, like, next to his bed or something. You know what I'm saying? Or a poster well, I said Jessica Alba, Lord, am I old? Like who's, Jessica Alba is so fine. So. No, I'm I, I'm just yeah. thinking about like who's what female celebrity is like. Okay, Ruby Rose, she's an Instagram. <sighs> Fucking Ice Spice on Ice their Spice wall or something like that. Yeah, I'm Taylor be like, Swift. <laughs> what the hell? Ice Spice. How old are you, friend? Like, now it will be kind of weird. I'm sorry, that's gonna be a turn off. I'm gonna walk out of your room. <laughs> we might be able to play a game or something. But yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna start questioning your maturity level. Like, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm gonna be like, hold up, shorty. You got one, two, three, four, whole wall full of goddamn posters. Uh, especially if it was like one person. Like they were just super just, obsessed oh. with fucking just Nick Run. Jonas all over her fucking wall. Like fucking Usher all over her wall. I'm like, all right, shorty. Like, do you have a mural somewhere too? Like, Maybe. is what what do we got going on here? This is a little, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I just think that's a childless thing. Honestly, I think it's something that we did as kids. Once you get to a certain age, it's like, all right, let's start getting like fucking art on the walls, or you know, I'm cool with tapestry, or you what know. if that art art is is like paintings of a celebrity? It's art. That it's that, art. So art. No, hold on, hold on. You're right. I think that is a little bit different. I think that's a little bit different, right? A tad bit. 
because I think posters opposed to art pieces are different. So like these on the wall, it's these art are pieces. art pieces, right? Those are kind of posters, right? Those are posters, but these are art pieces. So if you have if you have shit like this on your wall, that's one thing. But if you just have a whole bunch of that in your bedroom, I'm like. I mean, but, you know, people are nerdy. I don't know, because, you know, people are really into anime. You can go into a 40-plus-year-old's yeah. room, and he got posters of different anime They got anime fucking, characters. like, toys and action figures all well, over the walls and shit. let me tell you something. They be nasty. <laughs> they be nasty. I ain't gonna hold you, though. Like, I've Look. always, I've always like, had kind of, like, thought about that. Like, people who collect. So, like, everybody knows I'm a huge wrestling fan, right? But I don't have, like, walls full of fucking, like, action figures and... I have a couple, like, I have one title belt that I bought, and I'll probably get a couple more because those things are just kind of cool to have. But otherwise, I'm not going to have a fucking wall full of action figures. Like, what if you went into a dude's, like, room, and he just had a whole wall full of action figures on his wall? Is and he, he just Yeah, he, like, collected a whole bunch of, like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't find it a bad thing. I don't know. It's kind of different to me when you're kind of, like, collecting pictures of a person versus collecting collectibles like characters and stuff like that to me it's a tab it's a tad bit How, different. Though? i it's- don't know i don't know maybe it's just because you're kind of invested into a fantasy versus being invested into like this is a real person i don't know now i'm really thinking about that why is there a difference to me yeah because like again so you go into a guy's room right and he's just a big wrestling fan. He has fucking wrestlers all over his wall. He has like fucking a whole bunch of fucking action figures. I'm he has a whole fucking toy ring. He has a bunch of wrestlers and shit. He has a whole setup and he has a belt, a fucking wall full of belts. You know what I'm saying? Like he has that in his room going if on. If he got a wall full of belts, I mean, I, I'd look at that as again, as like it's a collectible item type thing. This is a hobby. At that point, it's a hobby. Now, okay. So now, that's a little different. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that might be. If he just had a bunch of posters of wrestlers on his wall. Yeah. Then it's kind of creepy. Why do you have all of these men on your walls? I mean, they could be women wrestlers. Just saying. There's a lot of sexy women. Okay. And then if you have a bunch of women on your wall, then I'm still like, nigga, grow up. But you're not going to tell him to grow up if he has a bunch of fucking toys? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's so... That's. I want to know this from y'all's oh, perspective. No, How weird. would you feel about this? Drop a comment. No, because I feel be like it's a hobby it. versus like being obsessed with a real person. I mean, but these are real people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you just uh, have the hobby of collecting belts and stuff like that because you really just love wrestling like that versus having these real people posted up on your walls is just weird i guess i don't know i don't know anyway all right so we'll move on to the next one um now fuck that one uh is it harder for men or women dating do you feel like it's harder for you to find love or do you feel like it's harder for a man to find you i feel like it's harder for me to find love if that makes sense um, I mean clearly <laughs> Asshole um, Nah because I feel like men look at women And say oh well it's easier for y'all Y'all got options men are flocking But the difference is that a lot of men are, Aren't really looking for Love men are really just Looking for the sexual appeal So if a woman is actually dating To really be in love Or you know look for something serious It's just not as common Nowadays So I feel like now it's a lot easier for men to casually date because a lot more females are just 
casually dating for because they're looking at it as well, you know? Um, I don't. And so, the dating pool is piss. So I mean, the dating pool is piss, but it's only as piss as pissy as you let it be. Um, yeah. My thing about it is, is like I feel like both men and women, we all have our own options, right? Not all of us. Uh, I mean, if you're ugly, you probably don't have options. Oh my gosh. Even ugly let's not have even. Show, let's not even. Yeah, they got options, all right. Um, mm-hmm. If you're somebody, if you're somebody who is slightly attractive you have options but just because you have options doesn't necessarily mean that they're options that you want like because i know for me personally when i when i was really like actively you know on on dating sites and stuff like that i was getting likes but likes from girls i didn't find attractive at all you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. and if it's me being shallow sorry but i am attracted to specific types of women like so i'm not into if I'm not into you, I'm not into you. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I just, I got, uh, what? I, I, we all have options, but doesn't necessarily mean that we want those options. That's, that's all I'm saying about that. Like, and I feel like that happens for both men and women. Like women have options of different guys, but I also feel like out like a man's options compared to a woman's options are different types of options. Like I feel like for guys, there's guys like me who go through that. I have girls who like me, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm attracted to them, you know. But then there's females experience that too. Which yes, I'm sure, but I also feel like it's easier for a woman for a woman to be like oh well i have a guy who gives me emotional support but i also have another guy who will take me out when i want to go out but this guy he can't provide that but this guy can uh so i'll i'll hang out with this guy for when i just want emotional support but i'll hang out with this guy because i know he's going to take me out that sounds exhausting i mean but this is what happens like i know personally girls and i know plenty of girls who are like oh yeah i, I talked to like five different dudes i don't really? fuck them all i don't fuck them all but they'll they'll entertain multiple dudes because each one of them give them something different oh yeah and i'm not saying that it's not the same for guys but i feel like a lot of the times like you said guys they just want sex out of the deal most of the time so for us it's a lot different because we could we'll just fucking stick our dick in whatever if you know a lot of the times a lot of dudes regardless of who you say you are you will stick your dick in a lot of things you probably shouldn't be uh but i'm dirty damn (laughs) (laughs) Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty Dan. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's all I got. That's all I got on that. I lost my train of thought. No. All right. Um, we got two more topics, and then we are gonna wrap it up. Yeah, good. Oh no, we actually only have one more topic, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Good. Um, I got a potty, and you are gonna be mad at me if I. Yeah. So come on. Where are we at? A mi- an hour and seven minutes? Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll just run through it and then we'll be good to go. I lasted an hour. Yeah, you did seven good. seven minutes. Uh, what do dreams... This is totally flipping it. Uh, what do dreams uh, mean to you and do they... Do your dreams affect you? What do dreams mean to me and do they affect me? Um, dreams mean a lot to me. Um, dreams can be confusing to me only because I feel like sometimes a lot of what you're dreaming about can have a lot to do with what you've been through with it throughout the day so it's really just like your mind processing what you've been through on that day and then sometimes i feel like there are snippets of dreams that you don't forget for a very specific reason um sound creepy but sometimes 
my little dreams end up coming true as in like uh it's not like oh yeah it happened just like it happened in a dream but it'll practically be exactly what the dream was talking about and i do feel like um dreams are important and you should pay attention to them not even just for the aspect of oh you're dreaming about the future but simply because like i just said sometimes it is just your mind processing everything that you've been through in a day and you can learn a lot about yourself through your dreams well i think that different dreams mean different things honestly um like i feel like there's certain dreams that you have that mean one thing but there's other dreams that you have that just mean other things um they're either reflections or they could be um flashes of the future type of thing like they could just be what is to come type of thing like i don't know just dreams have all different types of meanings to me uh, my dreams i do look at them uh certain dreams i'll look at pretty closely um i think we were talking about last week go ahead if you want to go to the bathroom you can go ahead oh no we can hold it okay okay we can hold um, it. wow we were talking about this last week i i had a a, a dream um i want to say like a week and a half ago now probably two weeks ago i don't know uh, but I had a dream where I was getting chased. First of all, who was chasing me wasn't that relevant, but it was Brock Lesnar chasing me. Um, <laughs> and why he was chasing me, trying to kill me, I have no idea. But um, he was trying to fucking kill me. And eventually, like, he grabbed a gun and he chased me around a table for a minute. And then I tripped. I, like, tripped a little bit and I just turned around and I just saw him cock back the gun and then shoot it. And usually when I – like, you ever have a dream where when you, like, fall – like, you're falling – from a, a building or something and then right before you hit the ground you like wake up and you like kind of jump up or whatever um it was like that but when i jump when i felt like when he shot i didn't jump up and wake up out of my dream i like felt i didn't feel like i got shot but i felt just my whole body shock and then like I kind of like saw myself like coming out of myself type of thing. Like I was seeing myself from third person sleeping type of deal. And that kind of like freaked me out. So like dreams like that kind of like, cause why did I have an experience after the shooting part? Like I like after it happened when I've never had a dream like that, usually it's like once that bullet goes off, I wake up type of thing. So I, I don't know. It's like I saw it hit me and then I fell to the ground. And then I just remember closing my eyes and when I opened them again, I was just coming out of myself. And then that's when I actually came out of the dream. It was weird. Um, so, yeah, I look at I look at those type of dreams. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Um, yeah, dreams. Dreams can be uh, pretty fucking wicked. I used to scream for my mom when I was in bad dreams when I was a kid because I knew that was my way to wake up. Like every time if it was something about bad about to happen to me. All I had to say was mommy, 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 mommy. And I'd wake up. <laughs> Yeah, I've had uh, some weird dreams as a kid. Uh, I still remember this one dream I had when I was very, very young. And it's so weird because I just remember it just vividly. And it was my brother was around Christmas time. And I had a dream that my brother, Tony, uh, do you know the song that goes simply having a wonderful Mm -hmm. Christmas time? It was that song playing and my brother just dancing this weird dance down a hallway coming towards me to that song with some like big cat thing behind him doing it with him and i just specifically remember that dream from when i was very young shedger cat i don't remember it was like the cat had like a skinny body and a big ass head oh never mind kind of like some hello kitty looking thing i don't know i don't remember i just remember that dream vividly it was bad uh but anyway yeah so that's um that's all I got for today. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I got a whiz. Because I got a whiz. Anyway. Oh, that sounds bad. Like, I got a wiener to whiz with. I don't. 
she does have a wiener, guys. Yeah, I just did, kidding. I guess. JK. Probably. All right. Um. Until next week. Uh. I am gonna be searching for guests. I'll try to loosen up on the guests a little bit. It's just like I don't want to get boring people up here. I'm so scared of bringing. You see how boring we are, though. I mean, but we have good conversations when we get going, though. You know what I mean? Like when we started going, we started getting going. But um, yeah, we just want interesting people. Like if you don't have too much going on, but you're an interesting person, cool. But we want people who kind of got something going on a little bit, like. You don't have to have a big following or nothing, but just, like, at least be doing something with life, like, anything. Like, you could be an accountant. As long as you're striving to be the best accountant that you can possibly be, then I, I want to talk about it. You know, we need a like scammer. That. Let's get a good scammer on. We could all use some but advice. But what if he scams us live on air? Hmm? Hmm? How? Shut up. I mean, Aiden Ross got scammed live on air. Just saying. Anyway, all right. Until next week, guys, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is Hey Chill. It's just a podcast. Peace.